0: Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West, you are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show.
1: All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news the networks refuse to use, no doubt, starts now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for October the 10th in the year of our Lord, 2020. This is our one of two and our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property and to promote God, family, and country. On your radio and the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen. We use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law of the land, the constitution for the United States of America as our guide. And absolutely, we're convinced the checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the founding fathers. One of the great peaceful restorative solutions we have at our fingertips. And as you know, we reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. Welcome to Liberty Roundtable. Liberty Roundtable is our talk show, libertyroundtable.com, the website. Our nationally syndicated radio network, lovingliberty.net, spreading the word every day of our lives. Six days a week, two hours a day, we're live on your radio on the Sabbath. We take a rest. Welcome to the broadcast. We are broadcasting live, ladies and gentlemen, for the second day in a row at the Red Pill Expo 2020 event. It's going on today the 10th, tomorrow the 11th. Two incredible days of some of the best speakers you have ever heard of. We are in Jekyll Island, Georgia, ladies and gentlemen, at the uh, convention center. And as you know, people realize something's wrong because you know something's wrong, helping truth seekers find out the truth. Incredible lineup of speakers all day. We are live in the convention center now. Yesterday, we had our guest on, Mr. Robert Kiyosaki. Last Call for Reality is the title of his speech. Streamers will not do well. Robert Kiyosaki, as you should know if you don't already, is the author of Rich Dad, Poor Dad. We also talked about all kinds of news stories. We uh, had a few other guests on the broadcast as well yesterday that were live from the Expo. It was preparation day, if you will. We had Dan Happel, Connect the Dots radio program with us. DanHappel.com is his website. We also had our special guest G. Edward Griffin with us. He wrote the book, Creature from Jekyll Island. The crowd's is clapping. The speakers are doing a phenomenal job inside the event right now. We also had our guest on, Mr. Robert Sisson. He joined us live from the expo. It's IMTV, promoting God, working with Alan Keyes, doing a phenomenal job. And uh, his also website, um, uh, clo2.tv. Sorry, a uh, little bit of a. There's a lot going on in this event. There's a lot of people here. It's crowded. The uh, room inside now is full of people, and the event is started. Now, you say, Sam, I can't make it to Jekyll Island. That's fine. I don't know if you know, but you can go live via the web. If you go to redpillexpo.com, then you can sign up, and you can watch the streams live, and it'll be available for 30 days on demand as well. So beware of that. That is something that's uh, available for you now. Okay, redpillexpo.com. Sign up, and you can get the event live. All right, without further ado, we have a guest. She's an author. Her name is Nancy, and she wrote an incredible book about consciousness. Hi, Nancy. Welcome to Liberty Roundtable Live.
2: Hi, Sam. Great to be here. This expo is fabulous. I'm enjoying it. It's my very first one, and the excitement and enthusiasm here is tremendous.
1: All right, so your name is Nancy J. Wolf. Tell us a little bit about you, and then we'll talk about your book.
2: I was trained as a neuroscientist, and I was a professor and researcher at UCLA for over 30 years. And I set out in my career to really understand how the human mind works. And my field was actually pharmacology. So I was looking at the neurotransmitters in the brain, and at one point in my career, I decided this isn't enough. And I got interested in something called quantum mind theory. And I worked with uh, Stuart Hameroff, and he's worked extensively with Roger Penrose, who won the Nobel Prize, by the way, two days ago. So Roger Penrose, kudos to you. In any case, this quantum mind theory goes a little bit beyond neuroscience. But it's science-based, and we're hearing a lot of science-based. Things aren't science-based. Well, I'm a scientist. I, I worked as a scientist over 35 years. And the science is subject to interpretation, and your science is only as good as your interpretation. So anyway, what, to make a lot So long
1: to make it, a, say it a different way for, you know, redneck layman like me, okay. there's science, and then there's the interpretation mm-hmm. of the science. So you got facts. And then you've got facts that become relevant based on appropriate time-tested interpretation. Is that right?
2: Exactly. Exactly. And we're hearing a lot of stuff in the media that, you know, scientists say that we're supposed to wear masks. And then we hear other scientists say we don't have to wear masks. Long story short, it's subject to interpretation. So what I do is I look at quantum mind theory, and I use it instead of tearing down God Because scientists have become very anti-God in the last decades. And so what I do instead is say, there's a physics that actually proves God exists. Now, this is my interpretation. So I'm inviting criticism of my interpretation. And I'm not saying this is the final word. But if you're interested in a scientific proof that God does indeed exist. And I started out writing the book. I was really going to say, I was going to prove that the idea of God exists. And Along the way, in writing the book, my mind changed. And there's a physics to the deeper reality in the world, and you can make a tangible argument that there's a scientific proof for God. So I'd like people to read it. I'd like to hear positive and negative feedback. But I would just want to emphasize how important it is that we reach our inner conscious not just our consciousness, but that moral goodness. We all have it inside of us. This is my thesis. This is what I try to prove in my book, is that we can connect that deeply to the inner structure of the universe and that that God is there. God is there. And so read it and see what you think. (laughs) So the
1: book is called Conscious Matrix, ladies and gentlemen. And it's a book about a little bit more than the average scientific method that most people think about. You're saying there's more than what your senses can perceive uh, sometimes. And all you've got to do is look a little deeper to find it?
2: Yes. Essentially, in neuroscience, we talk about chemicals and we talk about classical physics. Quantum physics has some surreal qualities to it. There are things like entanglement, where where two particles will flip at at the same time. And you can separate them by great distances, and they will still flip at the same time. Now, when we make a human-to-human connection, this is my thesis, we're probably experiencing some level of quantum entanglement.
1: Now, let's be clear. You can't see it. Nope, but no way. But it exists, right? It
2: exists. It exists, just like God. And, and then here's a- the
1: interesting thing. A lot of people that would deny God because they can't see, they would admit that this entanglement, this relationship, this somehow communication, this connection does exist, right?
2: Exactly. Even though
1: they can't see it either.
2: Exactly. There's lots of things you can't see. You can't see basically energy. You can see matter, but you can't see energy. But there's a way in which the two are linked such that we connect the mind extracts from the physical world different parameters but we connect with this entanglement just like we connect when we get to know one another with a possible entanglement we're all fundamentally connected to god when we're born in fact, there's good evidence. Psychologists have looked at what babies are capable of doing, and what they are primarily capable of is connecting, connecting to mom, connecting to dad, connecting to whomever is there taking care of them. And we're born with that ability to connect.
1: In fact, you can even see their connections grow. At first, they kind of connect to anybody that will hold them and coo to them. <laughs> but over time, they start to recognize and have a greater degree of connection because they say, wait a minute, you're not my mom. Wait a minute, you're not who I who I understand the connections from as they grow and they kind of develop cognitive skills, that connection takes even another quantum leap, doesn't it?
2: Exactly, Sam. You have got it. You've got it exactly right. That connection is there. We are just beginning to understand it. But actually, physicists have a great deal of knowledge about these these sort of entanglements and there are other quantum physics properties And there are a lot of reputable scientists who believe firmly in God and who even believe firmly in the afterlife. And a lot of this is dismissed at the universities. The universities now are hotbeds of liberal ideas to the extent that you cannot have even a traditional Christian background and be accepted. No, they don't like it. They don't like it. They're very secular. And what happens, in my opinion, and this is just my opinion. The human soul is what gives us our spark, It what gives us our motivation and will to live and will to form a community and strength and the power to succeed and win. And I think that the left is trying to kill our spirit. It really seems like it. And I think they know what they're doing. And Ladies we and gentlemen, fight the book it. is
1: called Conscious Matrix. That's Conscious Matrix. It's our portal on-
2: to God. Conscious Matrix, our portal to God. All
1: right, I want to talk a little bit more about the portal to God in just a second. It's on Amazon, ladies and gentlemen. It's on Barnes and Noble. It's also on ebook via Kindle, etc. Check it out. Ask for it by name, Conscious Matrix. Now let's talk about our portal to God because this connection you speak of that you can't see but we can document exists is really the portal to god right
2: well the way that we can prove it exists is just to look historically people report ideas that they have about what god is and they're consistent across time and across cultures they're not exactly the same experiences but those are data people's reports are data when you look at a psychological experiment, all the psychologists do is ask people their opinions. You look at a survey, all people do is ask opinions. But somehow, when people give their opinions about their spirituality, those are mocked. And that's ridiculous. A self-report is a legitimate scientific tool. Those I'm going
1: to let you finish on the other side. We're supposed to let you go now, but this is so fascinating. I'm going to give you about two more minutes right okay, after the break, sir. ladies and gentlemen. We're talking to Nancy J. Wolf. <laughs> She's the author of a book called Conscious Matrix, Our Portal to God. It's available everywhere.
2: Thank you. Do we
3: reflect about our future and where we as a culture are moving? Do we keep our trust in our jobs, homes, money, life necessities, investments, stock markets, do we believe that our 401ks or other retirements will always be there and that the current economic order will recover? Is the economy going to recover and life return to normal? It ain't going to happen by a friend of Medjugorje. Whether you are poor, middle class, or rich, it ain't going to happen. A book of astounding revelations about the present economic order and where we are heading. It ain't going to happen by a friend of Medjugorje. To order, visit medj.com, spelled NEJ.com, jcom or call Caritas in the U.S., 205-672-2000,
4: 205-672-2000. Why don't we say to the government, writ large, that they have to spend a little bit less? Anybody ever had less money this year than you had last? Anybody better have a 1% pay cut? You deal with it. That's what government needs, a 1% pay cut. If you take a 1% pay cut across the board, you have more than enough money to actually pay for the disaster relief. But nobody's going to do that because they're fiscally irresponsible. Who are they? Republicans. Who are they? Democrats. Who are they? Virtually the whole body is careless and reckless with your money.
1: Hard-hitting talk at your fingertips, ladies and gentlemen. I am Sam Bushman. I am live from the Red Pill Expo, redpillexpo.com. You can sign up and watch it live. Two days of incredible speakers all day long, baby. Live at redpillexpo.com. Check it out. You can watch in the comfort of your own home. I am on Jekyll Island, ladies and gentlemen. At the Jekyll Island Convention Center, Ed Griffin just marched about 400-plus people into the event, and speakers are live now. The only way you can check it out is if you go to redpillexpo.com, sign up. And not only can you watch the events live, but they'll give you 30-day access that you can go back and watch on demand as well. Check it out, redpillexpo.com. Nancy J. Wolf with me right now, ladies and gentlemen. Riding shotgun on the show today. And Nancy is a scientist, but she's a very unique scientist with a blend that most don't have the guts to cross the moat. How do you be a scientist and believe in God and tie the two together intelligently? Answer, Conscious Matrix, the name of her book. We're talking about Our Portal to God, and I want to explore that just a little bit more before we let you fly, Nancy. Our Portal to God, is that something that comes natural or something that you have to learn to develop or something that just exists or all the above?
2: It's something that comes naturally. It's something that comes naturally. It already exists, but we can hone it to become more refined. So l- let me explain all those three parts of my answer. As I mentioned earlier in the show, uh, we're born with this need to connect. You can look at a newborn infant and they have a readiness to connect that, be- that is apparent before language. So you can't learn to speak until you make a bond with your mother or your father, your caregiver. So that connection, that kind of little tickle and it it comes on briefly. It's not there all the time, but you know, it's like when they look into each other's eyes, the baby and the mother, and it's this kind of aha moment. It's a spark. You can feel it. It's the psychic fields of consciousness. And it comes in. hold on, let me
1: just stop you. It is absolutely real, and everybody knows it.
2: Everybody knows it, yeah. And and like I said, data is a self-report or an observation, seeing that sparkle in your infant's eyes, seeing that smile in your infant, that data. That's data. Every person is a scientist. Every person has the most exquisite scientific instrument known, the human mind. It, it far and surpasses And the human anything. mind
1: is, is attached to all these sensory input uh, capabilities as well that tip the human mind off to reality, things as they really are, right?
2: Exactly. All these sensory streams are bombarding our human mind all the time. They're coming into the brain, and everything is very physical. It's very much like a computer monitor or a television screen. It's very inanimate. It's not alive. You can put a new data set on your t- TV screen or your... Uh, Computer monitor every second, it's not animate. It isn't until classical physics crosses over to quantum physics in our brain, and and my scientific colleagues, they're v- experts. They really have done a a great job showing how you can do that crossover from classical physics to quantum physics. But it's not until you get these little tickles. I'm going to call them tickles, of aha, yeah, I get it, or yes. You're my long-lost friend. I haven't seen you in ages. That that aha, that spark, that's the quantum feels. And we have that connection already wired in our brain, and we're already connected to God at birth or probably before birth. I don't know. I, I can't get into the womb there. But <laughs> we assume that connection is always there. So how can we hone it? That was part of my answer, too. We can hone it by... Tuning out all the garbage. There's a lot of garbage out there in the media. They're pushing all this false information. And one thing that really messes up our mind is being bombarded with false information because we can't hear our inner truth when we're receiving a lot of lies. So we got to shut the lies out and listen to ourselves. And sometimes it takes time. Sometimes the answer doesn't just pop into our head. If we can refine our connection to God, in a sense it's very similar to refining our connection with our inner consciousness our inner conscious all these things are highly related.
1: And it is super soft though. You got to be able to pay attention a little bit to discover it and to understand it and you got to get the world to pipe down a bit, right? I love
2: that, Sam. Exactly correct. It's soft sometimes. Sometimes when we're searching for an answer it's like I can't I can't hear it. I can't hear it. But if we listen really hard And long, eventually, like you say, Sam, it's super soft. So uh, that's the nature of quantum phenomena. They're very fragile states, and they don't last for very long. They're kind of fleeting. They're very fleeting. It's like when you... How many of you have ever remembered someone's voice, somebody you love, and you can remember their voice, but only for a few moments, and then it's gone, and you can't remember it again? It's like that. It's... It's something we all know we possess because it's like when
1: you're in the middle of the ocean, and you realize just how small you are. But then you think, but God loves me.
2: Yes. And you might
1: ignore that and say, ha ha, I don't believe that. I'm a scientist and I don't have any documentation. But, you know, it hits your mind and, you know, it's there and, you know, it didn't come from you. It came from somewhere
2: else. Exactly. And and the other beautiful thing about this, Sam, is that it links all of us together through God. We're linked together. We're not that able to connect with other people because these condom states are fragile, but if we all connect through God, it's easier to connect to God. I c- came to that conclusion while I was writing this book because I was going through the science of it. I tried to deal with everything very scientifically, not reaching poetically into my soul or anything. and it it seemed clear that it's easier to connect with the deeper forces of the universe and god and all of that than with other people but we can connect with other people through god
1: ladies and gentlemen we're talking to nancy j wolf and she's the author of a book called conscious matrix our portal to god when you released this book did the scientist's head just explode nancy
2: <laughs> well i have to wait and see i recently released this i it came out right before covid hit and I had various plans how I was going to promote it, and then everything got put on hold because of COVID. So we'll have to wait and see. But now
1: you're coming back with a flurry, huh?
5: Yes, yes, absolutely. All right, ladies and
1: gentlemen, the book is available on Amazon. It's available at Barnes and Noble. Mm-hmm. It's available on ebook via Kindle and more. You need to get an, uh, an audio version of it, Nancy.
2: Okay, I will do that. Right, a lot
1: of times people travel to and from work, and they would love to understand the conscience. Conscious Matrix. Our portal to God is kind of an interesting uh, title in my mind because I think a lot of people um, discover that portal in different ways. Sometimes you're raised with that understanding if you have parents that believe in God. But really, everybody crosses that bridge. Whether they choose to obey it or understand it and believe it or not is up to them. They've got their agency. God even respects agency. You know, he doesn't force his way upon you. But at the same time, everybody's confronted with this, do I believe it? I kind of know it's there. I kind of know it exists. If you believe it and nurture it, it's kind of like faith a little bit. If you, if you decide to, to feel that soft prompting, that soft guidance, that soft connection, uh, and you work at it, it grows. And if you shut it down, you may never completely discover it.
2: You're right. You're absolutely right.
1: All right. This is your redneck scientist, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, Nancy, what, so what are your plans? Tonight? Are you going to tour with this thing?
2: Yes, yes, that, that that is one of my plans. I haven't worked them out yet, Sam, so I can't really elaborate too much, but right, I'm just getting into So are you getting still getting working at the universities
1: stuff. and stuff, or are you done with no, that No, I'm retired.
2: I'm retired. That's why I wrote a book like this. All right, so I'm you're retired, retired, so
1: you're free to speak anywhere and tell the tale. Yes,
2: exactly. All right, here's what I'm going
1: to do. I'm going to send you live on the spot over to a group of my friends over there. They're with a TV organization. It's Bob Sisson and Crew, Bob Denny. And I want to see if they want to talk to you about your book and interview you. They do TV. This is just radio. And, and, but I think it will be a great interview for them and you. Uh, Bob Sisson, a good friend of mine, is all about promoting God with everything that he does. Uh, he works with Alan Keyes, who's a big uh, promoter and believer in God Almighty as well. Uh, and they really focus uh, on, you know, with God, everything is possible. Without God, it's a train wreck. Nothing happens. Yes. And, I, and I believe when you, when you look at your book, Without That Portal to God... We're just out there floundering in the sea. Yes.
2: And I, and I just want to end by, by saying this. This is very important. This is just my opinion. And, you know, it doesn't compare to people who have devoted their life to worship or to the clergy or to their personal spirituality, whatever. It's just what I could contribute. And, and it's, a different, it's a different approach. I know that. But I really want to get feedback from both the faith communities and the scientific community because I think there is a real possibility of some coming together there.
1: Uh, I'm going to say this. I think it's going to make scientists' heads explode because they can either take your point seriously, right? Right. They can either decide it's going to become part of their consciousness Yes. or they can ignore it, right?
2: Yep, absolutely they right, They can decide Sam. that
1: they're going to develop their own portal to God or they can reject it. They have their agency and their truth. But remember, they can have opinions and they're entitled to those opinions, but they're not entitled to their own
2: facts. Absolutely. You're absolutely right.
1: Nancy, thank you. God bless you. Tell the world about it. We love it.
2: Okay, great. All right, thank ladies you, and there she goes. <laughs> Nancy
1: J. Wolf. How about developing your own portal?
0: Your daily Liberty Newswire. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. MSA
6: Radio News with Dan Naraki. Much of central Louisiana remains under a flash flood warning after Hurricane Delta dropped more than a foot of rain on the area. The storm, which is now a tropical storm, is making its way through northern Louisiana and is expected to head into northern Mississippi and the Tennessee Valley, bringing the threat of tornadoes and more flooding later today and Sunday. The president returns to the campaign trail with an in-person event at the White House today and a rally planned for Monday in Florida. USA Radio Network's Val D'Or has the details.
5: President Trump will hold his first rally since his COVID diagnosis on Monday in Central Florida, the event to be held at the Sanford Orlando International Airport at 7 p.m. The Trump campaign said all attendees will be given a temperature check, masks, which they're encouraged to wear, and access to hand sanitizer. The president was scheduled to hold that rally originally last Friday, but the event was postponed after he tested positive for coronavirus on October 1st. This is USA Radio News.
6: Facebook recently announced an update to Instagram DMs by introducing a new Messenger experience in the app. More than a billion people already use Messenger. They are bringing some of the best Messenger features to Instagram.
7: I'm Adam Mosseri. I'm the head of Instagram. I'm excited to talk to you today about some of the new messaging features we've got coming out. One of the features I'm most excited about is the fact that people are going to be able to message across apps. So you're going to be able to message your friends on Facebook from Instagram and vice versa. Now this isn't going to change who you can message or who you can message you. You're still in complete control of both of those things. In fact, we've even built some new controls that are more granular that allow you to decide who exactly can message you, but you'll be able to manage your messages from one app should you so choose. And we think that's critically important and we also think it's critically important that people have control over their
6: experience. For information, please visit the Facebook newsroom at about.fb.com news. Negotiations over another coronavirus stimulus package continue after the White House sent a new proposal to House Democrats on Friday. The new offer is a $1.8 trillion package that reportedly includes another $1,200 stimulus payment. White House Communications Director Alyssa Farah told reporters that progress is being made while the administration would like to keep any package under $2 trillion.
8: So where we are, Secretary Mnuchin met with Pelosi. We are willing and eager to make a deal and we're willing to come up on the levels that we're giving in terms of direct payments uh, to the American people, potentially PPP loans, as well as airline aid. Um, we're still looking at we want to keep that number below $2 trillion. Um, but some progress being made, I, I we want to think that the Speaker is operating in good faith and we could have some progress in the near future.
6: The offer is said to contain at least $300 billion in relief funds for state and local governments. President Trump said Friday he'd like to see a bigger stimulus package than either the Democrats or Republicans have been offering. This is USA Radio News. Yeah.
1: Live and on your radio, ladies and gentlemen, Sam Bushman, Red Pill Expo. I'm telling you right now, I'm in the convention center. There's everybody running around. This is incredible. The room is full of people, man. It's packed. Incredible speakers are inside the convention. I'm outside at a booth broadcasting live, and I got guest after guest with incredible details and information just for you. David Hart is now with me. Welcome to Liberty Roundtable Live, sir. Well, thank you so much for having me, Sam. You are very welcome. Now, David was with Treasure Island Coins. Uh, redpillmoney.net is the website for that. That's redpillmoney.net. We're talking real money, huh, David? We certainly are. The stuff that's been money for thousands of years. Now, it's kind of interesting to me. You know, um, I learned about gold and silver quite a long time ago, 30-plus years ago. Mm-hmm. And the way I learned about it is they said, hey, Sam, look, the dollar just kind of bounces up and down and everywhere. Uh, the yen and, and all these other currencies do the same, the franc and the whatever. And, uh, you know, they, one goes up, the other goes down. But one day one can buy more, the other day the other can buy more. How does that happen? I'm like, well, heck, I don't know. And then they said, but you know what? If you use gold and silver, hey, back in the days of Moses, gold, an ounce of gold could buy a nice fine suit or could buy 300 loaves of bread. And believe it or not, that same gold coin can do the same today. All those other currencies bounce around like crazy. But gold seems to hold its reality. Uh, And it does that because it's honest money. The Bible calls it honest weights and measures. And with that reality check, then we say, okay, uh, real money is gold and silver. And the other uh, currencies just fluctuate all over the planet. Um, I bring that up because it helped me understand money.
9: Well, I'm glad that can't happen for you, Sam. That's a great start.
1: Can you still, can you still buy a, a suit with an ounce of gold?
9: Absolutely, sir. A, a fine, a very man, fine. hand-tailored a, suit, huh? A fine suit, yes. A $2,000 suit would look pretty good on you right now.
1: Yes, it would. Well... You <laughs> look great anyway. I'm kind of like the redneck guy. I don't know that I need a suit. That's why I do radio. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> I hear you. All right. So tell me a little bit about uh, your involvement then. Uh, obviously, a gold and silver company at Red Pill Expo. One of the things that I find interesting, I, I met David yesterday. We just kind of met by happenstance. We went to the Federal Reserve and knocked on the doorman and said, let us in. And they were too afraid to open the door. Nevertheless, um, <laughs> that's how I met David. But a gold and silver company, is. it's kind of like a car dealer. Or a car, you know, a car mechanic or whatever. How do you find that honest one, Dave? <laughs> That's a great question. So here's here's the reality of
9: it. There's a lot of dealers out there, and a lot of experiences I talk to with clients on a regular basis is they do a lot of bait and switch stuff. And um, what what why that I mean is uh, they advertise one thing, when you call in to find out more information, then you're being sold into products that aren't necessarily in your best interest. Um, what do they call that? The upsell. Yes, they call that the bait-and-switch upsell. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So there's, there's definitely some good dealers out there, and, don't, and I don't want to mention any names as far as good or bad. But, uh, but our firm, I can speak to specifically, is we've been in business 44 years, and we do not sell products that are the high commission volume products um, that make us the most money. We okay, sell... so it's not the
1: numismatic. It's not the stuff that sinks and swims based on the market or based on what's popular or not. It's not that kind of stuff, right?
9: We're dealing with bullion. We're talking about the bullion. So the best bang for your buck is going to be just the bullion products, like the gold and silver coins bars, et cetera, and nothing with the high collectible premiums and numismatics and that type of thing. A lot of dealers are going to sell the fear of confiscation that happened in, you know, like in 33 with FDR and so on. But that was a very unique situation, and we don't anticipate that kind of thing is going to happen again. So that fear tactic that a lot of dealers use
1: to make the most money possible in commissions is just not our method of doing business. All right. One of the other important things, oftentimes people want to con you into buying gold and silver, and then they're like, hey, we'll store it in our vault for you.
9: Right, right. I I, I believe that, that possession is a very, very important thing. So I'm a big believer in, in taking physical delivery. But I'll, I will mention this. There's a lot of people who don't know you can do this. I spent a lot of time specializing in helping my clients convert their retirement plans, whether that's an IRA or a 401k. We can convert that to physical gold and silver. It doesn't. Uh, we cannot ship that to your door. The IRS doesn't like you having the opportunity to, you know, jump into that and go to a Mexican vacation whenever you want. So those funds, those metals, do have to be stored in a third-party depository. But we do have one of those at our facility in Fargo, North Dakota. It's a very safe facility. It's insured by Lloyd's of London. And to be honest with you, we have a small, uh, highly trained army of uh, ex-military men who have been doing a lot of contingency plannings uh, and trainings over the years. And so we uh, feel very secure in the service that we provide as far as storage goes. So let
1: me put this in, in general terms for people so they understand. Uh, for the most part, we recommend taking physical delivery of your gold and silver. Correct. However, there are circumstances based on law, not in, and under our control, where there does need to be a third-party repository, and what you need to do then is find the most trustworthy one you can find, right?
9: That's very correct,
1: yep. All right, now when it comes to delivery directly to your door, ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about shipments delivered safely, discreetly? Discreetly, and securely yes. securely to your door, right?
9: Insured all the way to your doorstep, and yes, you have to sign for it. It's signature required for delivery, and it works every time.
1: An adult signature needs to be required to make sure that you take real possession is the point? That's correct. All right, and tell me a little bit more about your qualified retirement plan because people don't really understand that. They're like, wait a minute, i got a 401K, right, Dave? Sure, I'd be happy to. So people who have existing IRAs, um, we can
9: totally convert those tax-free and penalty-free over to a self-directed IRA account that allows you to then own physical gold and silver within your retirement plan structure, and there's a lot of benefits to doing that, obviously.
1: What do you recommend the most? Some people say, hey, the only thing you can do is liberties, uh, silver dollars. you know. Uh, other people say, no, you got to have like um, – uh, silver eagles, silver dollars made by, you know, by the U.S. Mint or whatever. Others are saying, no, listen, junk, silver, dimes, quarters, that's the best plan. Others are saying, no, man, what you need is five-ounce bars. And yeah, there's a lot of debate about that. What's your opinion?
9: Well, it's all personal opinion. I mean, everyone's got their favorites, right? But I, I believe uh, when a post-collapse scenario might happen, and that's something certainly to be concerned about, you should have some junk silver on hand. There's going to be opportunities to do some bartering and exchanging, maybe when the ATM shut down for a period of time, or you need to get a loaf of bread or buy some gas. If the banks aren't open for a period of time, you gotta be able to transact business. So that's again, another extremely good reason to have physical possession of your metals. But uh, junk silver, I think is gonna be really, really handy in that scenario. And what I mean by junk silver is the coinage that the US Mint produced prior to 1965. So the dimes and quarters, half dollars that had 90% silver content in them. That's called junk silver and those are great products to have. Um, Obviously the one ounce American silver Eagle coin is the most sought after widely recognized product silver product in the world so you can never go wrong with u.s
1: minted products like that so i got a question for you this is kind of redneck but here it goes anyway so you got a silver eagle it's made by the u.s mint it's they coin them now there's 2020 out right now correct uh, of that coin and they say on the they're a dollar Problem is it costs you like uh, what twenty seven bucks to buy one right now or something?
9: It's probably closer to thirty today based on current spot price. Thirty bucks
1: because it's a a very unique, sought after coin. They're hard to get. There's never enough of them, and so it costs thirty bucks. But um, it says it's worth a dollar on there. Doesn't that denote the fraud right there? <laughs>
9: yeah, yeah, it does. I mean, someday that fraud's going to be revealed, and there will be true price discovery, and all kinds of things are going to happen to those metal prices, which is why it's a great time to stack it as much as you can right now.
1: Because I've always wanted to trap the President of the United States on public TV and say, listen, I got this Silver Eagle Silver dollar there. You guys printed it, and then you guys printed this. These are both 2020 ones, a piece of paper. Federal Reserve note the other one. Why do I got to pay 30 Federal Reserve notes to get one of these dollars, and you tell me the dollar is strong? How does all that work, sir? <laughs> that
9: would be a great uh, opportunity to really put somebody in the Nazi, wouldn't it
1: uh, and it actually exposed the fraud straight out as it ought to be done right uh, in my in my personal opinion um one of the things you guys do also is provide expert advice right we do our best absolutely and, and I bring that up because really a lot of times guys like me or others who may not know uh, you know coins or whatever or like a car or some of these things they're complicated And what I need is somebody that I can trust to guide me through it all right you know it's funny I, I've been really busy this year there's
9: been a lot of things happening there are people taking a look at metals more than ever And about 80% of my new clients or my clients in the last, say, six months have been first-time buyers, which has been amazing to me. So I'm really well-versed at helping people navigate and answer questions that, you know, a lot of people are nervous about doing this. They're doing it for the first time, especially when it comes to their retirement plan funds. Um, Yeah, I take time to educate people and, and, and really hold their hand through the process. It's just one of my most rewarding things
1: I can do. Treasure Island Coins is the organization. Correct. Redpillmoney.net is the website, Redpillmoney.net, And what usually is the um, spread that people see? In other words, how much kind of a margin do you guys make compared to others? And give me kind of a handle on that. You bet. Well, people ask me all the time, what you
9: know, what is our percentage and so on and so forth. It varies by coin. So the way we operate is we, you know, we buy it wholesale and we sell at retail, just like Target and Sam's Club and Costco, et cetera. So we live on that spread that what pays our bills and keeps our lights on. But we do pride ourselves on having some of the most competitive, best pricing in the industry. And actually, you know, we're doing something special for Red Pill people um, because we love Ed and we love what he's doing. We have publicly listed website prices on there for our retail pricing, but if you contact me directly, I will be able to even give you better pricing than what's listed on our website. So anytime you wanna lock in a trade, I can do that with a brief phone conversation and we can talk about pricing, deliverable timeframes, product selection, et cetera. But again, the pricing's gonna beat, I can match or beat anybody in the industry, so never hesitate to contact me and love to win your business.
1: As the world wakes up, or, P- or is it hard to get the right kind of coins now, or are they still really available?
9: You know, it depends on who you're talking to. If you're talking to us, we're in a great spot. We've been in business 44 years. We've got ex- incredibly strong relationships. We also have a wholesale division. We actually have one of the largest wholesale companies in the nation. So because of that, we have product that other people can't get on a regular basis.
1: All right, ladies and gentlemen, there you have it. I'm finding that as gold goes up, you kind of need to get smaller some of those smaller gold coins because the $20 gold piece... Uh, an ounce of gold or whatever you want to say it. Now, that's an interesting term as well. $20 gold can cost $2,000. Exactly. I don't know how all that works there, Dave, but, uh, you know, just expose the fraud of the Fed, that's for sure. Dave Hart, everybody. And we're talking about uh, Treasure Island Coins, redpillmoney.net. Call Dave for special pricing. Godspeed, my friend.
9: Thank you, Sam. Godspeed to you as well. There you go.
1: Doing a phenomenal job. As always, you are listening to the one and only Liberty Roundtable Live.
11: We win, they lose, nothing less. Big Q, Little Q, the calm before the storm by a friend of Mejigoria. the strategy of heaven revealed. Big Q, Little Q, the calm before the storm, available on Amazon.com or by calling Caritas in the U.S. at 205 672 2000.
1: Back with you live, ladies and gentlemen, Sam Bushman on your radio dumping water all over myself. We are at the Red Pill Expo Live. It is fantastic. There's people everywhere. Thank you. People are giving me a towel so I can wipe off all the water I just dumped everywhere. Thanks for kind people taking good care of me, man. I'm like a little kid. (laughs) I'm like a little kid on your radio, and I'm like a little kid in real life. Uh, True story. Ladies and gentlemen, um, the Red Pill Expo is live right now. All day long today, all day long tomorrow. Two days of incredible speakers. Two days of just some of the best people on the planet. The place is packed. You can't be here because you can't get to Jekyll Island that quickly, right? You think you've missed out, huh? Not So, ladies and gentlemen, you can go to redpillexpo.com, and on redpillexpo.com, you can sign up and you can get the streaming option absolutely live, straight from the convention, right in the room where all the real speakers are telling the tale of liberty everywhere they go. And you can watch live today and tomorrow. All you got to do is sign up, redpillexpo.com, and then the best part is 30 days from that time, you'll be able to watch On Demand. Uh, any of the different things that are happening. So it's an incredible opportunity just for you. Red Pill Expo, spread the word, tell your neighbors, sign up today. And, uh, you know, one of the things you want to do is you want to support the Red Pill Expo. Ed Griffin, or I should say G. Edward Griffin, really does a bang-up job. I'm telling you, whenever I go to one of his events, whenever I work with Ed, it's always a delightful, delightful experience to say the least, ladies and gentlemen. I never had the opportunity To break down some of the details of yesterday's show. We talked about on 60 Minutes. uh, Tells Joe Biden accuser. I guess Tara Reid's story. They only told it in Australia, though, not in America. Isn't that fascinating? Mainstream press. They're willing to tell the tale, just not uh, in his own country. (laughs) Tulsi Gabbard also. I guess she's speaking out on Project Veritas. You know the video guys? James O'Keefe and crew. Uh, James O'Keefe uh, puts out videos. Anyway, they put out a video warning about ballot harvesting. And Tulsi Gabbard now is worried about it. What do you say that? Kind of interesting, to say the least, huh? Now you got some of the Democrats speaking out saying there's vote fraud going on. And yes, indeed, they would be correct in that assessment. We also talked about the University of South Carolina coach. I guess he's under fire. Why? Well... He called the BLM, the Black Lives Matter folks, shameful. He said, I support the truth. Right? I support the blue, he says. That's the police officers. So, believe it or not, the John Birch Society's here. Uh, they got a booth. And JBS is literally backing the police uh, at this event, Red Pill Expo. So, good for them for doing that. We'll try to grab one of those guys and have them come over for, for a minute, too. We had our guest on yesterday, Dan Hampel. Dan Hampel is a talk show host, does a radio program called Connecting the Dots, or Connect the Dots Radio Broadcast. We also had our special guest on yesterday, G. Edward Griffin, founder of the Expo. He says, I like to call myself the chairman. The guy's humble as all get out, isn't he? We also talked to our buddy Robert Sisson, and at CLO2.tv, if you want to learn more about his uh, solution for the COVID and it's I M, so IAMTV is their website. IAMTV.us. Tremendous stuff going on, to say the least. Hey, do we got Richard Mack around? Yes, we do. Welcome
7: to the broadcast, my friend. <laughs> Sam, we didn't have to Talk come straight mi- into your mic, buddy. We Just didn't like have this. to come all the way out to Jekyll Island to do a show together. Yes, we What's did. What's the matter? Because you're on the road too much. <laughs> I know. So you just got, what, you were in Texas before you came here? Well, I flew in from Texas, but no, I I mean, that was just my connector. But uh, so, uh, no, I was in Phoenix.
1: Oh, I thought you were in Florida at Disneyland or something.
7: Well, that was uh, over the weekend, yeah. Oh, I see. And then I went home for a couple of days and came back here. So he rolls from Disneyland to the red pill?
1: Yes. At Disneyland, are people taking the red or the blue pill? Uh, Definitely the blue pill. (laughs) Now you know what's shocking to me is how
7: Ed can just pack the place, man. I know that uh, I was already in there. It's a great crowd. Stuart Rhodes uh, spoke first, and I speak in about forty minutes. Stuart's here too. Yes, we got to get Stuart and put him on the radio. Yeah, he just he just walked by. Grab him, punch him for me. I'll grab him, punch him in the arm.
1: Say, hey, come talk to Sam. So what's going on for you then? You had an incredible sheriff's conference that you have not had the chance because you've been so on the road at Disneyland. Yeah. You have not had the chance to report, let's do it now, sir.
7: Well, I'm telling you, uh, I have the program over on my table, which is just about 30 feet from you and me right now. But the list of speakers, um, you know, 85% of the speakers were sheriffs. And if you look at that, sheriffs from all over the country, teaching other sheriffs, fellowshipping with each other about Defending the Constitution, defending citizens and protecting rights. What an amazing thought. And I'm telling you, Sam, uh, the spirit of freedom was in there just like uh, the first conference that you and I were in charge of way back yeah, in two thousand. Let me just stop
1: you there for a minute because yeah? that feeling is like beyond your, uh, what, five senses?
7: Yeah, it really Six is.
1: Senses. It's like almost the sixth sense. You can feel it. It's palpable, sir.
7: Yeah, you could cut it with a knife. And th- the thing that really promoted it even more is that it was at Liberty University, a very staunch Christian church, uh, a private uh, college. And a time-tested, well-known institution, I might y- add. Yes. And so they let us come there for free. And in the alumni ballroom where we had our conference, 200 people uh, seated in that wonderful hall all the murals all across the hall all across the ballroom were very religious paintings and i mean extremely religious jesus christ paintings and it just created a mood that you would not believe it was such a spiritual experience and almost every speaker was relating to the uh, the atmosphere caused by these murals that were just giant p- paintings uh, of the life of Christ, and and so I may I mean it just set the mood for the entire thing, and where the spirit of God, where the spirit of liberty is, there is the spirit of God, and that was the backdrop for the whole conference. Who were the speakers? Well, uh, Sheriff Bob Songer from Washington, uh, Sheriff Mark Lamb from, um, well, I need to grab. Grab me one of the uh, big white folders on the end Is there on from my Maritana? table. Yeah, Mark Lamb from Pinal County. Yes, and uh, so uh, he really got a tremendous response. He was like the star of the show, at least in the morning. And so, Sam, let me let me just—I'm gonna—I've got the program right in front of me now. So you're not gonna believe this one guy. I actually have his name as fired chief Steve Bukala. He's a he was a chief of police in Michigan. He came out on Facebook and said that he would uphold and defend the Second Amendment and he was fired. God bless Steve. Yes. So then his attorney also spoke, Catherine Henry, and she's a constitutional lawyer. You know what she says? I hate lawyers. And and the reason she does is because none of them follow the Constitution. So, you know, she's one of the one point five percent of constitutional lawyers in the country. And so is she going to get his job back? uh she's trying we need to raise some money we drafted him him into
1: the cspoa and he doesn't need his job back
7: yeah yeah exactly so uh rick dalton started the whole thing off uh really set the mood he was great bob was he crying uh just a bit he 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 got up and said sheriff mac told me i couldn't cry yeah (laughs) (laughs) so he he was under strict orders so sheriff bob songer sheriff scott nichols from maine Sheriff Darley from Michigan, who you know. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Sheriff Mike Carpinelli, who you also know, uh, from New York. Sheriff Mike Brown from uh, Virginia. Uh, Sheriff Scott Jenkins from Virginia. Yeah. Now, this guy, young whippersnapper, Sheriff J.J. Watts from Eureka County, uh, Nevada. He was great. Oh, and our good friend, uh, Sheriff Sharon Worley from Nevada was was the MC. Yeah.
1: You got to love it.
7: Because you wouldn't MC. So she you got a
1: Pam Elliott on your book and you got yeah, Sharon emceeing. And, and,
7: and Pam Elliott was supposed to be speaking about how she's arrested public officials. But she called me from a doctor's office and said she and her husband were both getting tested for E. coli. Not not, not co- COVID. Not COVID. E. coli. Whoa. So I, I says, well, God bless you. Uh, I'm not going to I'm not going to bother you anymore. So she didn't show. And then uh senator amanda chase from virginia she's been speaking out bold too huh yes very much so and then uh somebody you don't know sheriff richard mack oh yeah and then michael anthony peruca all right michael and then pastor ernie sanders and then sheriff richard vaughn who's the one that got this whole meeting to happen he's the virginia sheriff who invited us to the the the, to lynchburg to, to do this conference
1: yeah he was the instrumental coordinator of the whole thing wasn't he
7: yeah sam when was the last time that happened sheriffs from virginia or uh, from any state <laughs> yeah tell us please come and do your training here i think the last time that happened, happened was when this sheriff
1: went to the supreme court and beat bill clinton but other than that man. yeah
7: okay yeah yours truly thank you very much so and then uh chief roger morningstar and somebody on the internet actually said what is he lucifer what yeah i'm serious because oh, his last great. name come is on. Morningstar. that's ridiculous yeah i know so, so I do
1: realize they call Lucifer. He used to be a star of the morning until yeah, he fell. I understand, but, but what a what a shameful! I mean, come on.
7: Yeah, and and I to be honest with you, that never crossed my mind. I of thought course. it was uh, perhaps an Indian, uh, a Native American name. Sure, but he's not. No. Okay, I can't remember where he said it comes from. But uh, mm-hmm. and then Pastor David Whitney, and then we always good. Oh, always. And then uh, I wrapped it up with a 10-minute review of the whole conference, and then Pastor Casey Krechey. Uh, said the closing prayer and and i got to tell you something personal a a dear friend of mine lives in virginia now i graduated from high school with him uh we've been really good friends in fact he was he, he was in our neighborhood we went to the same church went to the same school graduated high school together graduated from eastern arizona college together we've remained close ever since and he lives there and i told him to come to the conference he and his wife both came his wife is a very very good opera singer she started the whole thing with the National Anthem. Yeah, buddy. And boy, you should have seen that crowd join in. It was the spirit of freedom was rocking and rolling. And, and it was actually not rocking and rolling at all. Even though the spirit was kind of rocking and rolling, it was such a spiritual experience. Everybody singing with this beautiful voice up on the stage. And Sam, I'm telling you, uh, it's. I can't wait to get the video to see if the video actually promotes the feeling in the room. It was almost
1: like when we sang Amazing Grace to the Hammonds.
7: Yeah, you're right. I would compare it to that.
1: It's a kinship. I know it might have been a completely different setting. I get all that. Yeah. I'm just telling you that the feeling is the same.
7: I'm glad you brought that up because it was. Wow. Yeah, it really was. And, And the whole thing was wow. And, Sam, I've said this before, and I'll still say it again. I believe this was the most important meeting in America since the Constitutional Convention of 1787. I mean that sincerely. It has nothing to do with me. It had to do with what we were about in that room and what these sheriffs were doing. And the fellowship they had with each other was I amazing. I the changes with
1: COVID, the changes with Black Lives Matter, and the, and the whacked out Tifa and everything else is starting to have sheriffs kind of realize what we've been saying has mattered. yeah
7: yeah exactly and thank you for letting me get this off my chest because i've been wanting to share that for with you for a week i know it we finally <laughs> got to do it we'll talk
1: soon my brother godspeed he's got to go man his booth so that he can sell books the what the county sheriff of america's last hope you got it. And a whole lot more CSPOA uh, memberships as well available now. CSPOA.org. You can do it online if you're watching the conference online. RedPillExpo.com. I'm Sam Bushman with a good share of Richard Mack. Live from Red Pill Expo, we declare we the people, along with the grace of the Almighty, we can and shall indeed restore our grand old republic. Please get involved, make it a great day, and choose the right we declare this nation shall endure. God save the Republic of the United States of America. LovingLiberty.net. Spread the word, will you?
0: Casting live from atop the rocky mountains the crossroads of the west you are listening to the liberty roundtable radio talk show talk show
1: happy to have you along my fellow americans sam bushman live on your radio live from the red pill expo Redpillexpo.com, ladies and gentlemen i'm telling you right now if you can't make it here in person you are missing out but anyway we'll still include you how's that If you can't be live on Jekyll Island as we are, you can go to the website redpillexpo.com and check out the live streaming option. You can watch today and tomorrow's incredible events from the convention. And then you'll have 30 days that you can revisit it and watch on demand, share it with your friends, whatever you need to do to make sure that everybody gets the word about the Red Pill Expo. Tremendous event uh, led by G. Edward Griffin, who wrote the book Creature from Jekyll Island. I was out in the middle of the ocean at 10 p.m. last night, and I'm telling you, the creature was rising. Out of the... I'm just kidding. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the broadcast. I've got Stuart Rhodes with me now, OathKeepers.org. He just came off the stage. Welcome, my friend.
12: Thanks, Sam. Appreciate it very much. So tell me, what was the title of your talk? What was the main point today? Well, the main point today was, as Jeffrey Griffin was right, there's a video of him from 1969 uh, talking about the communist plan to use racial division in this country to uh, destroy the American people from within and to further the communist uh, cause. He talked about the intentional use of mass fires and and terrorism to uh, to suppress people and keep them in their homes. That's exactly what we see now on the streets of the United States. As we see going into the election, is we're going to see leftist terrorism, a a full-blown insurrection against the communist or communist insurrection against the Constitution. They're and-
1: literally openly talking about a coup, aren't they?
12: Well, they're, they're doing a coup, and that's what they're doing, Is and they're going to refuse. As you had Podesta in that war game they just recently did with, you know, never-Trumper, neocons, and the left coming together, they had Podesta playing Biden, and in in the war game, of course, Podesta, as Biden, refused to concede. California, Washington, and Oregon threatened to secede from the union. And then they turn to the military, demanding the military step in and remove Trump by force. So they're doing a, what they call a color revolution. The same thing the CIA has done overseas to overthrow foreign governments is being done by the deep state right now internally. So all of our men are prior military. We have a new flood of special warfare guys coming in, Navy SEALs, special, special forces, et cetera, because they understand they're seeing done here at home what they saw done overseas. They understand what this is. It's almost like many of them are waking up, too. They're just going, hold, hold on a minute.
1: Uh, you know what? This is a different game uh, now that I come home uh, than I kind of saw when I left.
12: Well, they're, they're seeing, they're saying, hey, wait a minute. What I saw overseas is now happening here in the, in the United States. So they find themselves doing a counterinsurgency and stability operation inside the United States rather than inside Afghanistan.
1: And they find themselves doing it because it's second nature and because they care about America.
12: Absolutely. They understand that this is for all the marbles. Um, We face an internal enemy that's in a line with foreign enemies. It's foreign enemies and domestic was our oath. And so here today with me are some outstanding veterans, 101st Airborne Veteran. Um, We've got a Ranger Veteran, retired police officers, and just incredibly stand-up men who were with us recently in Louisville where we were defending properties against arson, against terrorism.
1: All right, let's talk about it. you got Operation Louisville, right?
12: Yes, we we successfully protected a shell station whose owner was threatened with her being her store being burned to the ground, and also two pawn shops and one other business that does not want to be identified because they live above their business, and we protected them as well.
1: Sadly, people are fearful to wear uh, even make America great again hats. They're fearful of their businesses. People are starting to gravitate towards. I mean, I you know I hear the mainstream press, but then I go out into America and I find that
12: it's a whole different landscape on the ground, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. And this is what we have to understand, as, as I talked about in my speech. You know, we're being intentionally divided and conquered. We've done, now our number seven hurricane reliefs right now in, down in Louisiana. And when you get out there uh, among average people after a hurricane, no one cares what political party you're in. They don't care what color you are. We're all Americans trying to help each other. And it's, a, it's an artificial separation, and artificial um, pitting, pitting one against the other. Well, it's
1: fault lines they try to create. That's the communist plan. That's the communist agenda. In America, for the most part, we've rejected that. It's clear everywhere you go.
12: Yeah, absolutely. And so I, I had, in, like in Louisville, we had a black mil- military veteran, combat vet, a retired police officer as our team leader, and he had Black Lives Matter running up to him and saying the most horrific uh, racial slurs against him because he dared to stand against arson.
1: Uh, what? I thought we're all against violence and arson and destruction.
12: Well, not if you're a Black Lives Matter terrorist. That's what Black Lives Matter is, is it's the communist front.
1: And that, that's the problem is the terrorist nature of what they're doing.
12: Yeah, absolutely. So their goal is, is is now it's what's wide open. It's why I think it's kind of a, a gift. They're taking the mask off and showing themselves for what they really are, which is simply communists who want to destroy this country and destroy the West.
1: Tell me how the governors and the city, uh, you know, mayors and city councils and, and you know county commissions and and the local police. How are the local people handling your presence? Are they appreciative?
12: Oh, the rank and file police officers are always appreciative. In fact, there was one, there was two officers overheard talking on a live, or overheard on a live stream talking about us and saying they're glad we're there because we deterred crime in our area of operation.
1: Uh, are people scared when they see you on the ground, or do people run to you for safety?
12: Uh, both. The bad guys are afraid of us, and they're afraid to close. We've never even had to use force because they're afraid to even even uh, attack us. So never... they know. They talk big, and they do what they can do when the police stand down. But when people actually stand up and say, hold on a minute
1: now. We're for law and order. We're for the stability of America. We're for protecting the innocent. Things change quick, huh?
12: Oh, absolutely. That's why I encourage every veteran, um, everyone who's a prior military, law enforcement, firefighters, EMTs, you have the skill sets that are necessary to keep stability in your community. But I also call on every average American, every gun owner, to stand up as well and protect your first responders. Key is protecting police families and fire, EMS so they can go out and do their jobs. The terrorists on the left are going to attack police homes and try to pin them in their homes so they can't leave and can't go do their jobs so they'll be out of their way. And the same goes for all you militia guys out there. If you don't have a home guard in your neighborhood, a neighborhood watch with teeth to protect you, your family and your home, you won't project out either. That's it's critical.
1: This is something that I don't think America really understands. The The average American doesn't really get that these people mean business and they've got money and they're going to escalate, escalate, escalate. And they actually have the dollars to bring military capability to their to their, quote, violence, to their agenda. Oh, absolutely. But they're just getting started is the point. And I don't think most Americans really understand or realize the uh, escalation that, that will happen.
12: Absolutely. But Black Lives Matter got a billion dollars from from uh, Bank of America and, and more millions and billions from other corporate entities um, on the right. We need funding, frankly. I got men. I had to buy body armor for them because they're prior service. They know how to use all the equipment, but they don't have body armor or or radios and PBS-14s anymore. So we do need the wealthy people on the political right to step up and be the John Hancocks and donate. we We can arm our guys up and equip them as well as Antifa is now being currently armed up by the truckload.
1: As this escalates, are we going to have enough? I mean, the Oath Keepers organization is large, and it's growing daily because people are starting to gravitate towards one side or the other. I hate to say this, but they are you know what? They're gearing up for Civil War, folks. I don't want one. I'm just telling you what they're bringing on. And we've got to really – it reminds me of the dog-eat-dog dog speech you gave uh, at, at a sheriff's convention quite a while ago, but it, it really comes back to this kind of same discussion. They're upping the ante. Are we going to have enough people and enough uh, organization to be able to com-
12: combat this and to deal with it? Well, it depends on, on your listeners. It depends on them standing up. That's why it can't just be, you know, the quote-unquote professionals, the prior military or law enforcement. It has to be every American as the founders intended. You are the militia, the people trained to arms, the body of the people trained to arms are the militia. Because what's going
1: to happen is you guys have a multifold mission now. Sure, it's Oath Keepers is the core, keeping your oath of office and defending the greatest country on the face of the earth. But really, it's, it's, you've got natural disasters now to help people through. You've got threats of rioting and, and, and literally thugs and criminals in the streets. Uh, that are anarchists backed by communist agenda and money. Um, you've got multi front operations going on here, huh?
12: It all ties together because that is what the people are supposed to be doing. Like Article 1, Section 8 says Congress has the power to call forth the militia for three purposes execute the laws of the Union, suppress insurrections, and repel invasions. And of course, as the militia, you also take care of local law enforcement and disaster relief. All that goes together. Quickly tell me
1: about the border. I know we haven't talked about the border a whole lot recently. It doesn't seem like it's in the mainstream press, but it's still the same reality check as it's been for decades, right?
12: Oh, absolutely. What's, what's disturbing is, as we know from, from having our guys at a retired Border Patrol and being down there and contractors on the border, that the, the cartels are bringing across not just drugs, but also weapons. We know that there's a it's a Ho Chi Minh trail for Communist China right through the middle of Mexico, bringing in RPGs and explosives into the United States for this Tet Offensive they're about to launch.
1: Any idea of the real timing of how this is going to escalate? Does the election de- depend on a big portion of it? or de- Regardless, it's just going to be the case.
12: Oh, it's going to be the case either way. I, th- I think we've already crossed the Rubicon on this. But, yes, I think uh, going into the election they're going to try to Uh, suppress in-person voting, especially in swing states, to tip the scales for the Democrats. So I think you're going to see open terrorism in the streets, intimidation. I mean, look, they'll attack Trump supporters going to a Trump rally. we protected 11 Trump rallies in a row Uh, because of this threat. Why would they not do the exact same thing on Election Day, try to attack Trump supporters and prevent them from voting make them afraid to leave their home? Has
1: Trump responded with a big old thank you yet?
12: No, he has not.
1: Come on, President
12: Trump, let's go, brother. <laughs> I, I felt slighted the other night on the on, on the uh, on the debate. They mentioned the Proud Boys and, and militias. They left us out. Well,
1: that's because uh, the mainstream press doesn't want to talk about you because then they'll right. have to discuss solutions.
12: Well, they well, they just kicked us off. We were on uh, we were on Facebook for eleven years, had a half a million followers. We were kicked off of Facebook, our main page, and also all of our personal pages. We were purged. And I know why, because they're about ready to drop the hammer let you know how late the game is. They valued the ability to track all of us, of course, which the Facebook is, the tracking app. But now they feared our ability to cooperate more than they than benefited from being able to track us.
1: All right. What do you think is going to happen? Is President Trump going to win, or are they going to
12: commit vote fraud to the point where he loses? Yes. Yes to both. So that he's going to win the actual vote, but they're going to commit vote fraud to, to claim that he's illegitimate and that's the whole purpose of what they'll do is they'll, they'll look and see the results then they go find the the all of the mail-in ballots they might need all the vote farming or, uh, ballots they might need in, in truckloads I'm sure of extra ballots they find you know mysteriously hidden away pardon the pun ladies and gentlemen it will be a tremendous
1: vote harvest is what we're saying Stuart Rhodes, my friend, we're flat out of time. We know you got to fly. We'll have you back soon,
12: brother. God bless, man.
1: Oathkeepers.org doing a phenomenal job as always, ladies and gentlemen. Put your money where your mouth is and support them. And if you have skills, ride to the cause. Oathkeepers.org. Stuart Rhodes, back in a flash. Liberty Roundtable live from Red Pill Expo.
13: magazine.com. Just click on the shopping cart. The Loving Liberty Radio Network salutes the spirit of the American West and those who are keeping it alive at Range Magazine.
1: All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. Sam Bushman on your radio, hard-hitting talk at your fingertips, as always. Six days a week, we're on your radio, two hours a day on the Sabbath. We rest. Thank heavens for that, ladies and gentlemen. RedpillExpo.com, the website. We are live from Jekyll Island, Georgia. We are at the Expo Center. I'm telling you, it's a beautiful facility here, I might add. It's packed full of people, but uh, it's a big place. I was shocked when I came in here they got well over 120,000 square feet of convention space here. I'm out in the booth area. There's a bunch of booths from gold and silver dealers to the good sheriff Richard Mack and Stuart Rhodes and uh, John Burt Society and a bunch of people with different events and books and things going on for sure. A lot of uh, media uh, as well. There's um, a lot of TV media. And there's a lot of new uh, what they call media influencers here, too. You've got people that are in social media and stuff like that spreading the word, people blogging, people texting. Uh, people um, doing YouTube stuff. Uh, you've got a group over there doing a phenomenal job uh, promoting um, what they call live takes from the floor, streaming live on Facebook and on YouTube. You've got the event broadcast live from inside the speakers hall as well. Uh, you got Ken over there doing a phenomenal job with that, and um, that is available at redpillexpo.com. You can sign up and get the two-day pass, and then you can watch it all on streaming. You get thirty days after the fact too. If there's, uh, you know, you're busy and you got a on-demand uh, opportunity to follow up on anything that you might have missed as well. So that's available. Redpillexpo.com. Spread the word, tell the tale, if you will, to everyone you know. Kathy Smith now with us, founder and creator of LovingLiberty.net. Not only a radio network, syndicated talk radio at your fingertips. LovingLiberty.net. Grab the uh, phone apps, iPhone and Android. Uh, As well as you can go to the website and listen live and on demand as well. But now the network evolving to being more than just radio. It's evolving to being a network of businesses, patriotic businesses and people that are all working together for the sacred cause of liberty. Kathy, welcome to Liberty Roundtable Live.
14: Thank you, Sam. Good morning.
1: What do you think of this Red Pill Expo first?
14: Well, I'm impressed. It's my first Red Pill Expo. Our uh, Eric Hansen, who just came on board with us this summer, had to explain to me what the Red Pill was. So I guess that kind of tells your audience that I'm not a huge sci-fi fan, but I sure am a huge fan of Liberty and all of the speakers who are here and the people that we're rubbing shoulders with. It's great fun already. Having a great time. Thank you. Well, let's you. talk
1: a little bit about the Red Pill concept because it's interesting. The guy that created the Red Pill Expo is like 90 years old. That's G. true. Griffin. And, so, and, and yeah. he understands the kind of sci-fi implications of red pill but but give us a little bit of a flavor of your, of your understanding of red pill
14: well i'm probably not the only one do you think i'm the only person no. who doesn't know what the red pill expo is I know so that you're makes not. And that's that makes me feel a little bit better yeah that i'm not the only one who doesn't know so my kids are all huge fans of the matrix but yes i never watched it so eric uh, showed me that clip and then here again this morning we that famous clip from the matrix where he chooses whether to take the blue pill and just kind of remain in blissful ignorance or take the red pill and learn the truth. And that's what we're trying to do at the Loving Liberty Network is share the truth with everyone and then empower them to do something about that truth. Everyone can do something. Everyone can make a difference.
1: You know, and it's interesting to me, to me when, you, when you decide that you want to be involved, or you decide to take the red pill, so to speak, there's this great awakening that takes place. And at first, it's all about you because you're going, hey, I need to get caught up to speed. This is crazy. The, the learning curve is steep, to say the least. It's certainly an, a, an upward uh, climb. However, once you start to get a handle on it and you go, okay, I feel like I have kind of my feet on the ground now, then it's not enough to just know it. You want to share it. You want to tell people about it. You want to kind of uh, you know expand the knowledge to others. You want to share what you've learned. Um, that's
14: part of the red pill process uh, as well, right? That's true. And everyone can do something. I mean, here at the Red Pill Expo, we're going to hear from medical doctors, but we're also going to hear from people who are great master gardeners, and they know how to be self-reliant. Everyone can do something. You don't have to be all things to everyone. Just be yourself. Get involved. Look for the truth and then share it.
1: Yeah, by the way, the Ice Age farmer's here.
14: The which you, you know farm? about this guy? But He's
1: the Ice Age farmer. Oh,
14: yeah. I haven't heard him yet, but...
1: Oh, yeah, it's going to be tremendous. He's coming up speaking, I guess, uh, tomorrow afternoon, from what I understand. So there's a lot of incredible speeches here. Now, when you say that everybody can be involved, I agree. What, to me, though, what you got to do is you got to get on your knees a little bit. You've got to ask God and say, you know what, how do I fit into this thing? What do you want me to do? And some people might be talkers like myself. Others might be uh, organizers of radio networks and those kind of things like you. Others might write. Others might blog. Others might speak. Others might write. Others might T- spread the word others might organize conferences i mean there's no end to the involvement people can have based on their particular needs and their circumstances and their skill sets and i mean it just goes on and on and i just recommend people get on their knees and ask god you know what, what do you want me to do
14: exactly and I, I would I say love that. he'll show you i love that and you know you can start right now with reconnecting with your neighbors just pulling our communities back together by getting out and just going around and checking on people and just go to the door and say hey how are you we're so isolated. We've been isolated for seven months now. Um, this is dangerous. And it's uh, it's just good to be here where everyone's rubbing shoulders with each other and no masks. No yeah, masks. Yeah, in fact, what do
1: you think? 5% of the people have masks?
14: Oh. Maybe? I've, I've seen one mask on a uh, convention center staff member. Yeah, and they're, probably,
1: they're probably required to wear it. That's it. <laughs> yeah.
14: And we, we all feel comfortable and we all feel like the Americans that we are.
1: Now, you know they're going to say how irresponsible we are, right?
14: Yes, people will say that, I guess, but we've already talked about how this is not what it's pretended to be. Son. Well,
1: and I look at it and say this, ladies and gentlemen, look, the best way they can destroy America is to get us all isolated and divided. Yes. On up. every front. Yes. When we start to spend time together, we realize that, you know what, there are no racial divides. There are no male and female divides. There are no divides between the elderly and the young. There are no divides really when it comes to politics, if you're willing to seek for the truth. It isn't about the left or the right or the Republican or the Democrat or any of those things. It's about the sacred cause of liberty. It's about being free to choose as you will. And and I think, you know what, when you set aside all those divides, I think people get it. Everybody's at a different level. But people get these principles uh, when they spend time together. They just do.
14: Yes. And I was sitting next to a man who's here from Florida. He and his wife are both nurses. They're PRN nurses. So they travel around the country a bit. He he's expressed to me his frustration with not being able to just share his own personal views about what's going on. He hasn't seen very many cases of COVID at all. The patients that he helped take care of, um, had other underlying causes for their uh, complications, which with even COVID. according
1: to the CDC is ninety-four percent of the cases, right?
14: Exactly, and he's seen this firsthand. But he's he's in a in an industry, if you will, or in a community of healthcare professionals that aren't free to even speak their personal views. What happened, America? What's happened to us? Come on, America! We can do better than this. This is we love liberty, and if everyone understands what liberty is, and what we're losing, we just got to st- start talking to each other again.
1: Not only can we, we will. We I'm are. I'm convinced that America is a, a resilient nation. And even though we've taken a real smack in the nose, I believe America will get up. I believe that we will overcome uh, the coronavirus. We will deal with the riots effectively uh, in the ne'er-do-wells trying to run around the country destroying what we hold dear. But I believe the American people will prevail.
14: I think they'll prevail too, Sam. We're seeing it right here at the Red Pill Expo. How many? Any guess of how many people you think are here? Oh, we've got a good crowd in there. Looks like 300 people, maybe 350.
1: Yeah, and then there's people outside, too. Mm-hmm. It's a big facility, so it might be a little bit even deceiving how many people are here because it, it seems, uh, I don't know, it's a big facility.
14: Yeah, Beautiful.
1: So it is. It's beautiful. I, I'm just surprised. There's only like 500 people that live on this island. Did you know that?
14: No, I didn't know that. This is my first time here to the Savannah area and to Jekyll Island.
1: And what, what's your take? What do you think?
14: Well, it kind of gives me the chills to think about what started here and how that's been uh, such a disruption or such an evil system that was put into place with our... Um, financial market. Yeah, luck.
1: I rolled in the J- the J.P. Morgan building, or the Morgan Center, and talked to the Mises Institute people yesterday, and then I went and knocked on the door of the Federal Reserve right there where it all happened, and nobody wanted to come to the door and talk to me, but nevertheless, I was there, and I got a photo of my picture right there where the Federal Reserve was hatched, if you will. The creature arose, Kathy.
14: Uh-huh. You know, my mom <laughs> was in the banking industry her whole life, either at a savings and loan or a credit union or she worked for Firestone Credit Union and then she worked at the state bank in Montana. She told me years ago, she said, people think that the Federal Reserve Bank is a bank and that it's federal and that there's some kind of reserve fund. She says, it's none of those things. And I thought, mom, what are you talking about? So, you know, some people know, people in the banking industry know.
1: As G. Edward Griffin said, you know what, they're, we're going to wake up and call a halt to the con game. Americans are finding out, and they're aware, and they're making changes, and eventually they're not going to take it anymore, and we are going to have a, an exposing of the whole thing. He's predicted a lot of things, and he's been spot on every time. Stuart Rhodes just mentioned back in 1969, G. Edward Griffin put together a video that said they're going to divide us on race, and it's going to be disastrous. Wow, was he spot on almost 50 years later, huh? All right, Kathy Smith, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so
7: much.
0: Exposing corruption, informing citizens, pursuing liberty. You're listening to Liberty News Radio.
3: USA Radio News with Dan Naraki.
6: President Trump says he's feeling strong ahead of a return to the campaign trail. In an interview with Fox News, Trump said he's feeling good a week after being hospitalized for COVID 19.
7: I feel really good, I feel very strong. Uh, I know a lot of people that have had the COVID or the China virus, as I call it, because it came from China. But I feel really, really strong. And a lot of people don't feel that way sometimes for a while afterwards. But uh, very good.
6: The president will hold his first in-person event since his coronavirus diagnosis today on the South Lawn of the White House. He's also scheduled to hold a rally in Florida on Monday night. Bond has been set at $10 million for two men accused in a plot to kidnap Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer. Pete Musico and Joseph Morrison are charged with multiple counts of terrorism, gang membership, and conspiracy in an alleged plot to storm the Michigan Capitol building and kidnap the governor. Another six people face federal charges in the plot. This is USA Radio News. You've heard me talking about my pillow for three years. Folks, it's the truth. I get the best sleep of my life with a my pillow. You can do it too. 60 day money back guarantee, 10 year warranty made in the USA. You'll sleep well or you'll get your money back. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener special, use my promo code USA, get two MyPillow premium pillows for the price of one or call
15: 1-800-951-8175. Get the best sleep of your life and do it now.
8: Balance of Nature's fruits and vegetables in a capsule, changing the world one life
2: at a time.
0: You guys, your customer service and everything, you guys are great. And
9: the
12: commercials talk about it, but I don't know if it really gives it true justice. People need to know this is maybe the most amazing product I've ever tried. It's so pure. It tastes so good. I'm
11: just blown away by it.
8: Balance of Nature is now offering 35% off on any new preferred order. Go to balanceofnature.com today and use discount code. USA.
6: Tropical storm Delta continues to soak the Gulf Coast as it moves through Louisiana. More than 700,000 people in Texas, Louisiana, and parts of Mississippi remain without power. The storm made landfall Friday evening as a Category 2 hurricane, and even though it is significantly weakened, the National Weather Service says Delta will continue to impact portions of the Gulf Coast with storm surge, heavy rainfall, flooding, and dangerous winds as it advances northward. Is a virtual presidential debate a waste of time and bandwidth? Well, apparently so. USA Radio Network's Val D'Or has the story.
5: The Commission on Presidential Debates has canceled the debate plan for Tuesday. The next face-off was planned between President Trump and Joe Biden to be held online after the president announced he'd contracted coronavirus. The president then promptly announced he would not participate in the virtual format, calling it a waste of time. Experts did agree that from a technical standpoint, that supporting the Internet for millions of potential viewers could be a logistical nightmare. For USA Radio News. I'm Val Dior.
6: This is USA Radio News.
0: Promoting God, family, and country. You are listening to Liberty Roundtable Radio.
1: Back with you live, ladies and gentlemen, hard-hitting talk radio at your fingertips. We are live from the Red Pill Expo, redpillexpo.com. I know you can't be here in Jekyll Island with us, but you can sign up for the live streaming opportunity and watch in your own home. The speakers on the stage, they're doing a phenomenal job. I'm out here with the people. There's a ton of booths. We're live. We're having a fantastic time. Now, we got Elizabeth Fairchild with us. I'm glad your name's not Rothschild.
8: Yeah, me too. All right, you got to
1: speak up though and get excited. Yikes,
8: yikes! Yeah, Fairchild—it's a good, strong name.
1: Yeah, Fairchild, not Rothschild. All right. And I'm
8: not—I'm not a corrupt uh, thief either. All right, (laughs) Elizabeth. So I am—I actually, this is my first Red Pill Expo. I'm very excited to be here. Um, I actually got involved and found out about uh, about G. Edward Griffin through uh, Cardio Miracle. Um, which is a health supplement that G. Edward Griffin himself takes. And I've been working with the company a few years, and so health has always been a very strong um uh, guide for me in my life. It's it's you know it's just led to me to so many opportunities. Cardio Miracle being one of them. Um, so it's been really fortunate for me to get involved with. Um, I went to a Libertarian Freedom Conference back in February, and that was really great to get connected with people like Sheriff Mac um, and Stuart Rhodes with the Oath Keepers. And these are people who are really doing great things, and you know that they're, they're speaking the truth. And as a millennial, it's 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 very hard to to be able to trust the information that we're getting. On our timelines every day, and you know, this is something I think is important.
1: That's why you got to listen to Liberty Roundtable live.
5: Exactly.
1: All right. Yes. So let me ask you this, though: as a millennial, though, do your friends think you're nuts? Is this something that's spreading across the millennial community, or is this something that um, you know only the few still know about?
8: That's that's a great question. So. Um, you know I notice you know I, I do notice there's you know there's a few few younger people um, that come to these conferences and and I personally would like to get the message out um, you know to my generation that it's okay to speak up it's okay to post on post on Facebook you know if, if you don't like uh, you know you don't like your rights being squandered away and you don't like being told that you have to get flu shots and vaccinations and all this other crazy stuff um, and I do notice that more people now are receptive to it now whether they swallow the red pill or they're holding it in their hand and looking at it you know that's that's a different different idea there but I'd there's like a to... lot
1: of people holding it in their hand and looking at it right now though. yes and
8: so we need I'll to get that cat that, right ca- that catalyst and it's conferences like this and it's these great minds coming together that help this happen so i'm excited to learn myself and grow and in the understanding of the truth because uh you know just like the red pill expo what is it you, because you know something is wrong and I've, I've felt that for a long time. So finally to be connected with people who, who have something to say, like, here's what's wrong. Okay, that's good to know. How, what's the solution? You know, I, I would like to be part of that solution.
1: Part of the solution is the great awakening taking place right now everywhere around you, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, but I want to really mention this, Elizabeth. I said to you right at the start is what is your website? And that just shows how old <laughs> I really am, right? Millennials <laughs> don't have websites. They're like, website, Sam, are you kidding me now? Yeah, it's like so. Uh, what nineties or eighty, whatever. And uh, come on, Sam. And so she says, "Can I can I use my Instagram page <laughs> instead?" And I'm like, um, no, "How do I handle that?" It just shows the difference, though. So things no are changing intended. fast, right?
8: Yes, and I was gonna say, handle that, pun intended. Get it?
1: Yeah. <laughs> at, what is it? At Supernatural. At
8: Supernatural, like naturopath Supernatural. Uh, I'm getting certified to become an herbalist. Uh, Health liberty is something I'm very passionate about. You know, they can't even get you to pay for flu shots now. They're putting billboards up saying, come get it for free, because that's how bad they want to poison you and just keep you in the sludge, the mind sludge, the spiritual sludge, the emotional sludge, the physical sludge, the 5G, all this stuff that's going on in our world that's affecting us. You know, this is stuff that people need to talk about, and we need to wake up. You know, I'm 31 years old, and I'd like to see a lot more 30-year-olds here talking about this and and you know a round table of ideas so to speak and that's what we're doing here and this is fantastic so, so tell me
1: look around and tell me what do you think the average age of the crowd is i know it's a wild guess but come on
8: i would say probably maybe maybe 42
1: all right so we 45? really got to work on the younger generations don't we
8: yeah i would say so
1: all right oath keepers doing a lot of that too you mentioned them and that's kind of part of how your awakening yes. occurred oath keepers are all over this place man
8: Oath Keepers, actually, so my partner is a uh, a veteran, uh, uh, Army Infantry, and he got connected with Stuart um, and was actually part of their roundtable at the the conference that we had gone to in February. Um, And so, you know, that's very something that's close to him, something that, you know, he can be passionate about and get involved in because, you know, he understands that from from a military side of view, from an institutional side of view, you know, institutionalized.
1: Does Dave do the social media stuff with you, too?
8: He does not. He has his own, actually. Um, we were listening to um, Nancy, her amazing book that you were interviewing yeah, earlier. Oh yeah. Yes, and, um, you know, she talks about the portal and the connection to God and how important that is and how that relates to everything else. And um, he actually works in that field. He uh, makes healing crystal uh, bracelet uh, jewelry um, and, you know, things that heal the body physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually. So um, that's that's his that's his deal. So.
1: And he's also a musician, right?
8: He's not a musician, but I can no. sing for you.
1: Uh, let's hear it.
8: <laughs> Ain't no sunshine when she's gone. Yeah, that's for sure. Okay. All right. That's, that's what i That's what I think I when, my, the test.
1: when my wife's gone. And, <laughs> you know, kind of, kind of a rough thing. So uh, as you look at the expo, what fascinates you the most?
8: I think what fascinates me the most is that, you know, I'm always surprised at what, people are sharing about and like the very first interview i walked up it was nancy i did not expect to hear about quantum physics and and energy and and how how important that is you know just walking into something called the red pill expo you know that's probably not what comes to mind but you know all these things like she was saying are connected so the connections that you're making here um you know and what comes to mind is just an eclectic group of people that are all very passionate about different things that are all very important
1: yeah it's a mistake for people to think it's all political
8: Yes, absolutely. I get that there's some
1: political twists and components and all that kind of stuff, but this is holistic in nature. This is a, 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 I don't know if you want to call it a rude awakening, but for many it (laughs) sadly is. It's a rude awakening about the the difficult times we face in our society, but there's a multifaceted way out of this. There are solutions everywhere on all kinds of fronts, and I I don't think people really have connected with that yet enough. I agree
8: with that. Okay, the political people
1: come for political reasons. The metaphysical people come for their reasons. When they all get here, they go... Oh really? There's this aspect as well, I think people are just in a massive learning curve.
8: It it is, and it especially is for me too, because it's only been I would say you know maybe I've been on the Red Pill for a couple years now, but it's a constant learning process. Um, You know, you really gotta, you have to find where do you go for information. You know, so this is a great place to start if you haven't if you haven't ever tried Red Pill Expo. You got the Liberty Roundtable, you got the Oath Keepers, you got some amazing people talking the truth.
1: Did you see those? Um, I, don't know, I don't know what they're called. I'm, I'm a little too redneck for this. <laughs> but there, there's these like sauna things over there.
8: Oh, the infra- they have an infrared sauna here?
1: They, well, they have this saunas-like suit. I don't know what it's called. Oh, man. Anyway, i got to walk down there and check this out. I'm yeah, telling you, it's super cool, super man. super cool. you got these like sauna suits that you can...
8: That's something man. you wouldn't expect to see at it, a Red Pill Expo, yeah, necessarily. That's the reason I'm bringing it up, yeah. Yes, I like that. Because
1: it's tremendous. It's interesting. And it just goes to show that this is about life. What we're talking about is life. And we're talking about solutions for life, and we're talking about the difficulties of the world. And we're in a massive struggle between those who want agency, the ability to choose for ourselves and to be left alone, for crying out loud, versus those who want to take yep. those precious precious gifts from God away from us.
8: Precious gifts, absolutely. Every day, you know, gratitude is a huge huge thing in my daily walk in life and i think that you know if we all just have gratitude i mean just to be here to be healthy right to not have these masks on our face to be breathing uh to it's a beautiful day in georgia right now on jekyll island i mean there's so many things that's so so trivial but there's so many things that to be grateful for um you know we all just need to wake up and smell the roses so to speak
1: (laughs) amen to that did you hear what we did last night i didn't It was about 10 p.m. last night, super dark, because this is, I don't know if you know, but the island is a, it's a turtle refuge. Did you know that? I didn't. Oh, my gosh. Okay, and because it's a turtle refuge on this island, they turn off all the lights at night. All the lights go out. It is super dark, because they say that the lights confuse the turtles and stuff like that. Of course, yeah. By law, they have to turn off all the lights and everything. It's super dark outside. There's only only a few places like this, okay? Anyway, I'm bringing this up because, man, I ran out in the middle of the ocean. (laughs) Literally ten o'clock at night, super dark, black outside. Warm water, about seventy-five degrees, man. And we were out there just floating in the waves, man. It was oh, awesome. That sounds
8: lovely. Yeah. It was
1: incredible. The reason I'm telling you that is you can go do that tonight. Um, there was nobody on the beach but us.
8: Negative and it, ions. And it was great just, way to start the conference. There off. was
1: plankton in the water that you could see, and when you'd move around, it would shine. The would, bioluminescence. Would, that's awesome. I'm just telling you, it was incredible. experience Yes, that's amazing. Th- this is what I'm talking about. It's. It, this is a. The Expos and the, and, and the Awakening people are having is very healing for people.
8: Yes, and that's, and, and that's what needs to happen. Yep, healing. And, and that is what I, you know, it, it's actually what you, you it's funny, you, you brought up, you know, this holistic approach, essentially, like this, this integrative approach, and we call it the integrative approach in medicine. When you take all the facets, you're not just treating something with, say, a drug, right? Because I always say it's not health care in our country, it's sick care, because they just give you a drug and sweep it under the rug. Sad but, to say, but true. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, what you were saying about that is is right on point.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, this is High Tech Redneck Radio. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Elizabeth, thank you so much.
8: Thank you, Sam.
1: Elizabeth Fairchild, everybody. And she does not have a website.
8: But the Supernatural on Instagram.
1: Because she's a millennial, that's why. That's right. The (laughs) Supernatural Instagram, baby. You are listening to the one and only (laughs) Liberty Roundtable Live.
15: You know something is wrong when the media, global corporations, and governments are all colluding on a narrative that just doesn't add up. Do you seek truth no matter where it leads? Want to understand how the world really works? Then take the red pill and register for the Expo of the Year. Come to G. Edward Griffin's Red Pill Expo, October 10th and 11th on Jekyll Island, Georgia, birthplace of the Federal Reserve. And hear from Dell Bigtree, G. Edward Griffin, Dr. Andrew Kaufman, David Icke, Alex Newman, Dr. Bradford Weeks, Sheriff Mack, John Rappaport, Tim Ray, and many more. Register to attend or live stream at home with friends and family at redpillexpo.org. That's redpillexpo.org. Because you know something is wrong
5: hi i'm patty wife of former congressman steve stockman in congress steve sought impeachment of eric holder for his corruption of the justice department and his fast and furious gun running that caused border agent brian talley's death steve called for arrest of lois Lerner for her contempt of congress as it investigated her targeting of conservative nonprofit groups after four years four grand juries and millions of tax dollars steve stockman is in prison His case involved four checks to nonprofits. DOJ has one standard for Hillary Clinton, but another for folks like President Trump and my husband. We've spent all our savings, all Steve's retirement, and much of mine. Steve Stockman has fought for you and America. Won't you join me now to fight for Steve? To help, text FIGHT to 444-999, text F-I-G-H-T to 444-999, or go to DefendAPatriot.com defendapatriot.com
0: Begging politicians, bureaucrats and educrats and all do-gooders to please obey the supreme law of the land the Constitution this is Liberty Roundtable
16: Say right. do it, do it.
1: Yeah,
17: yeah. That was terrible. Yeah. She's awesome. a
1: high energy. Yes, yeah, she headphones. is. I this, this is you
17: Sam doing? Bushman, he's the host. Sam Bushman, Sam.
1: Back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. I'm all out in the weeds trying to book our next unique guest, ladies and gentlemen. It is live radio, so it gets a little crazy at times. We appreciate your patience. And, <laughs> uh, what, radio's raw and real sometimes, to say the least, especially when rednecks try to do it like me without any experience. We got Rich. What are you, from Atlanta, Rich? That's right. All right, I want you to talk right into your mic, though. You Kiss got that it. Baby ta- there you go, you buddy. You got it. All right, now, what made you attend the Red Pill Expo? Uh,
17: well, I've known G.A. Griffin for a uh About 10 years and uh, i hadn't seen her in a while so i thought i'd come come say hello
1: as you look around what do you see uh i see uh, a lot of a lot of people looking for a lot of answers there are a lot of people here uh from all kinds of walks of life do you see masks everywhere well i haven't seen one yet but uh you know (laughs) i'll keep my eye open and they're gonna say we're all irresponsible and we just killed everybody aren't they possibly my wife might even say that your wife might is she here too
17: no, she's at the hotel with the kids.
1: All right. She she knows better than to come with all those unmasked fools. Huh? Yes. Yes. All right. And how many the kids unwashed you got? masses. too. And are they learning about the red pill?
17: Uh I, I try to sneak it in there every now and then. We got the Tuttle Twins book. You've heard of those? No. The Tuttle Twins. Yeah, it's like a you know libertarian uh, children's book series. I actually met the authors here on the island yesterday at oh, a, really? another event, yeah. At what event, the Mises Institute? Yeah, the Mises uh, supporter summit. Did you go to that too? Yeah, it was great. I it's walked awesome. in and
1: checked it out before I knocked on the door of the Federal Reserve, and they wouldn't let me in.
17: Oh yeah, the Federal Reserve room. Yeah, in the in the, the Alan Club. That's a nice place. <laughs> so it was in the uh, what place Morgan to R- Morgan Good.
1: Center that you guys had the Mises event? Yeah, that's
17: right. So tell me about it. <clears throat> well, it was a uh, pretty low key. We had a lot of great lectures. Uh, you know, a lot of. Uh, 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 Famous folks, I guess, if in the in that circles. Uh, Who the are the day. big speakers? Uh, we had Judge Andrew, Andrew Napolitano uh, finished it off for the day, and then we had uh, Tom Woods and uh, Thomas DiLorenzo, um, uh, quite a few more. Uh, so, uh, did Connor Boyack John speak too? What's that? Uh, Connor Boyack he did not speak, but he was there um, all day. All right. Hey, you said you didn't know the books. Oh, I know a ton of it. Okay. <laughs> All right. There, there you go. And in fact, I used
1: to interview Connor Boyack's mom before Connor Boyack got old enough to even uh, participate in this stuff. Well, that's interesting. His mom writes books as well.
17: Well, I didn't even know he wrote grown-up books, but I bought one of his grown-up books. He uh, writes to read. incredible grown-up books. Okay. Yeah. They're so. very good indeed. But I was very happy to have uh, um, him and the illustrator both sign books for my children. Uh, Alright. They right. came and took a picture, and and actually uh, the illustrator drew. Um, uh, some special drawings for them too, so it was great. But that's excellent. So, so yesterday was great. Today's great as well. Uh, it's a, a totally different vibe. Uh, tell, me, tell me the difference. Um, well, you know, because it's really to a great degree like-minded people, right? Yeah, it's very like-minded people. But uh, over at Mises, they're very focused on economics and, and It's a little and more, and more academic, social, if you will, huh? A little more of an academic feel, yeah. And then and then here it's we're it's a broad range of topics, and we're we're talking about. Uh, you know, health—the uh, coronavirus obviously is a big uh, point of discussion. Uh, they just had a great speaker. Uh, I think it was, was it Aaron Kaufman, uh, the doctor. Uh, he just spoke uh, a little while ago, and uh, he seemed very no- knowledgeable on uh, on virology, and and he really hit some interesting points. Yeah, uh,
1: they have several doctors here that are speaking out about a variety of things. That's for sure. Some of it's collegiate, doctoral stuff. Some of it's scientific stuff. Some of it's. Uh, Uh, Patriot people doing a great job. There's all kinds of walks of life here. It's a very interesting expo, to say the least. Some of it's metaphysical. Down there, they got some sauna thing that you can get into. It's like a personal sauna. Did you see that booth?
17: I I have seen that. The people with their heads sticking out, looking uh, relaxed. Uh, I I don't know if I'll get in or not. You uh,
1: got to tear that up, buddy.
17: (laughs) So was your wife, did she go to the Mises Institute thing? No, I I basically just told her I was like, "Hey, I'm going to Jekyll Island uh, to two conferences next weekend. Uh, do you want to come with the kids to the beach?" And, and, and she said, "Absolutely." She said, "Yeah, well, let's do that." So, now, do you know much about this island? Uh, I've been here a couple times when I was a kid. Uh, okay. Well, not a kid, but like a teenager, and yeah. um, uh, so I've I've been on the island. I read the creature. I, I read the creature from Jekyll Island, of course. Yeah. Um, the reason
1: I asked is because it's a turtle refuge. Did you know that?
17: Yeah, yeah. And if you notice, the, all the well. <laughs> The lights oh, off? The the light? Well, it's, the, it's even weirder than that. They don't turn the lights off. I, this is new. The first time I've been here. The, the lights are all orange. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's so there's dude light because yeah. they don't want to con- uh, confuse the turtles like, or whatever. Like pumpkin orange.
1: Yeah, and then at night all the lights are off. So at about ten p. Last night, man, we just went out into the ocean, man. Well, that sounds nice. It was pitch black, dark. Yeah, there's almost. no moon no moon and it was just incredible though the water 75 degrees it was warm we just walked out as far as we could because it was super low tide and we just floated in the waves there man it was incredible
17: yeah it's uh you know even i'm not from too far away in atlanta but it's you know it's still you know solidly fall up there you know getting kind of chilly you would never go in the pool or anything so it's nice to kind of get back to my son my son said oh it's still summer here i yeah technically i guess so. i guess it's almost always summer here yeah unless you get those frogs regular rains like we just had this morning yeah well uh, when we were looking at the trip uh, for a long time it said friday saturday sunday thunderstorms all day and i was like oh no but as we got closer uh the weather's really just complied very nicely yeah, uh, and for, for me these it was events. sunny I've, I've been here since wednesday and it's been sunny the whole time until this morning it rained pretty good and then it kind
1: of backed off and it's been very nice quite humid but very nice
17: yeah, I agree, and uh, I couldn't ask for nicer weather, that's for sure. All right, you got a parting, w- shot, um, parting shot, Rich? Uh, parting shot? You want me to plug something or what? <laughs> I just want you to say whatever you want about America, about the
1: Expo, about anything you want. Well, I'm
17: very happy to be here. I'm looking very forward to, uh, forward to all the uh, the, the speakers, and if, you, if you're from the Atlanta area, come check out the Bitcoin Atlanta meetup, bitcoinatlanta.org
1: there you go appreciate you brother
17: all right thank you thank for having you. me there goes rich doing a, a phenomenal job ladies and gentlemen uh you got anybody
1: else for me jane we can grab somebody else from the crowd here see if we can uh get somebody else right. we're grabbing somebody else really quick here um thank you rich appreciate it this is a live event ladies and gentlemen i'm telling you it's real yeah it's on the ground And we're just grabbing a couple of people straight from the crowd to see what kind of the thoughts are i'm telling you right now very few people have masks on in this event (laughs) some people say like five percent have masks others are saying they can't see a mask in the crowd i think a few people are some of the people that are wearing masks work for the event and probably have to kind of a thing Um, but it's really really interesting this event there are so many people here when it is it is loud the crowd is loud People are happy to be here. They're happy to spend time with one another. Uh, people are enjoying themselves. They're laughing. Uh, there's going to be good food uh, at this event. And if you want to watch the proceedings from inside the hall, okay, I'm outside where all the booths are. But if you want to uh, watch the proceedings from inside the hall, you could do so online. they got a live stream that you can sign up for. It's two days, today and tomorrow. And then 30 days after, you can get the... Uh, on-demand stream redpillexpo.com all right who do we got next
16: hi this hi. is the burb
1: hi the burb how are you
16: i'm doing great today how are you doing
1: good now you just came down to the expo
16: yeah i came down to the expo i wanted to check it out and uh wanted to meet g, uh, g. Griffin. he's uh, a i'm a, a big fan of his uh, he's really inspiring especially with his book uh, the creature from Jekyll island i read that through in about uh, uh five days i know it's a long it's read. a
1: riveting story though isn't it
16: it definitely is definitely is
1: and uh, where do you come from?
16: I'm um, up from uh, Loganville, Georgia, actually. Loganville, where's that? Uh, it's outside Stone Mountain.
1: Okay, that's not too far out of Atlanta.
16: Yeah, it's just outside of Atlanta, out okay. of the metro area. And who came with you? Uh, Ginger came with me, and uh, she's my partner. You <laughs> know, she's my partner, partner in, crime, in crime.
1: Yeah. I yeah. <laughs> All right. And and does Ginger know? Is she red pilled also? Yes, she is, and she's excited to be here today too. As you walked around, what's fascinated you the most?
16: Well, just the uh, you know the amount of uh, the uh, expertise that's here. You know, you can't really find as much expertise um, in this arena anywhere else, and so it, it's been really exciting to be able to hear the speakers so far. And there's definitely a lot more to come too. And and so far, what we've had has been has been very informative, and I'm very glad to be here.
1: Do you know a lot of the speakers? Because, uh, you know, he's had different speakers at different expos. Every time there's new people and stuff like that. I'm looking forward to the Ice Age Farmer tomorrow, uh, for instance. But uh, there's unique speakers. Do you know most of them or are a lot of them new to you? Is this new content?
16: Uh, some of it's new. And um, uh, we just heard uh, from uh, Dr. Uh, Andrew Kaufman. And uh, he um, was definitely informative on the, uh, uh, the fraud that's been going on with the coronavirus narrative that's been spread around. And so if you know if we could just get all that information out to everyone I think that we would have this uh, coronavirus thing Give me
1: a 30 second on a speech.
16: Oh, well he broke down everything uh he went from um, how the the virus was uh, detected and uh and just the fraud that was associated with that and he even used the terms associated. And so it was, like I said it's very informative. I I couldn't <laughs> I'm definitely not as eloquent and well prepared as him. Um, but uh, it, it was very, very informative, very good. I, I would definitely you know, want anyone to check out um, his work and just to see exactly the fraud that's being perpetrated upon the entire globe uh, right now.
1: Andrew Kaufman, ladies and gentlemen, the speaker. Uh, so as you look around, is there a lot of masks?
16: No, actually there is not. I mean, there's some of the staff workers here that are wearing masks. Yeah, they probably have to wear to. it by force, yeah. huh? Yeah, definitely. But I think that... Um, you know, no one, no one here really wants a mask, and I personally don't want a mask. I think they're restrictive, and I don't want to feel like I'm suffocating. Do you, you think know? everybody's
1: going to die now? No,
16: absolutely not. No. I think this is actually helping everyone live longer.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know, what's going to happen is we're going to develop this natural herd immunity pretty quick.
16: Yeah, definitely. And then
1: yeah. it's all going to be behind us, and the, and, and the folks that are gunning for tyranny are going to lose big.
16: Yeah. Well, that, that's one of the things that, uh, you know, I—, I Came here for also was to uh, you know to promote uh, the idea of self protectorate uh, in the fight against tyranny, right? Yes. And so uh, self protectorate is the alternative to government. Uh, if no one's ever heard about that before, this is a new idea for our time. And um, government, the difference between self protectorate and government is that government has changeable laws, and um,
1: based on the whims of the bureaucrats in charge, right?
16: Yeah. And so. Um, Politicians, of course, you know, they, they, they get into politics because they want to change the law. It's a, it's a money source for them. The yeah, law sir. is corrupt in government it's by very definition. It's not inviolate. It's violated all the time. Whereas in self protectorate, the law is unchangeable, so it's incorruptible.
1: It's unchangeable because it's based on what?
16: Uh, well, it's, it's based on immutable and natural law.
1: In, in other words, eternal law. Yes, unchangeable, it, eternal law.
16: Yes, that's true as well. And so, but you know, there is an element of the divine within man, of course, because of our Creator, right? And so, it's man's responsibility to create laws for himself that are in line with immutable and natural law. And that's what a self-protectorate is based on.
1: All right, ladies and gentlemen, type it in self-protectorate. You can learn about it on the internet and learn more. We appreciate you and your attendance, my friend.
16: Thank you so much for having me. Appreciate it.
1: There he goes. He's doing it. I'm just telling you right now, there's people like this all over. The Red Pill Expo, and man, they are a delight to see. Male and female standing together, working towards jettisoning the tyranny, standing for the sacred cause of liberty. That's who we are, and that's what we do, ladies and gentlemen. LibertyRoundTable.com, my website. RedPillExpo.com, the event website. LovingLiberty.net, the website of our nationally syndicated radio network and more. Spread the word, tell the tale, would you please? I'm Sam Bushman. And for all of us at the Red Pill Expo... God save the Republic of the United States of America.